Fred and Frit, Fred and Frit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. Glad you're with us here. Thanks for joining us, as always. Uh, it's uh, greatly appreciated. Everybody. <laughs> Do you have Steve Scalise mania? I, could there be anything... And, and, and I know each podcast that we do, each you know, we have what about uh, seven hundred to eight hundred thousand people at uh, oh, yeah. any given moment, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I think We're, the only way to get that over a million is to talk about Steve Scalise. What is his, yeah? What's his leadership style going to be like? What kind of legislation do you think he's going to push forward? <laughs> Do you think he can make a budget deal without another shutdown? These are things that I would like to discuss in depth right now. Here are the things on the list here. Here you go. Republican cave-in in cheesehead country. Ooh, wow. New game. I think we played this years ago, and we kind of dropped it. So we'll lie and call it a new game. It's called Where Did the Stupid Story Happen? Oh, I love that game. I know, I see we did it and you loved it. Well, a lot of people uh, every, play that game. A lot of people play that game and it's like Florida or not Florida. That's that's the game that they like to play. Well, they, that's a yeah. That's a subset. That is yeah. a subset. Uh, everybody has a take on Israel, including your airline pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what I'd written about Scalise. I said, next man up, Steve Scalise, rent that. That, that that office on the corner there, Scalise, don't buy it. <laughs> it's not going to be as fun as the thing back in January because apparently Matt Gates, apparently Beavis is on board, so we're good. Don't know for sure. Yeah, till it happens. You know they they uh, they make a giant sign, right, with the name of the Speaker of the House, and they put it over that that big office. Right? And and so McCarthy was really proud of that. He probably had his picture taken in front of it twelve times. So the question: Do they give that to you after you're defanged, after you're dethroned, after probably, or does it go into the trash? Here's a gavel. You know, here's this, and I mean, again, it's like he's the no. The gavel is the gavel. It's not your gavel. No, they give you another one. They give you like another ceremonial. So it's like a stunt gavel that we're seeing. It's not. (laughs) It's the one that Patrick (laughs) Henry tried to break last week. His pedantic kind of rage. (laughs) I understand because, of course, we've got uh, uh, an Amazon Prime thing going on right now. You can get two gavels. Two gavels. $400 $400 for $100. <laughs> All right. Uh, WWGSD. What will George Santos do? Oh, boy. And uh, Orange Jesus. Holy Orange Jesus. There's a lot of good stuff here today. You really came strong with this. Uh, we'll save the George Santos things for a dessert. Uh, give me... Where did the stupid story take place? We'll be, we'll be Jimmy Fallon for just a moment and start with a game. All righty. A 22-year-old woman in blank was arrested after she threw a sausage and a can of Coke at a cashier at a gas station. The name of the store clerk was DeAsia, D-E, apostrophe, Asia, like Mm -hmm. the continent. Last name Cobb. Store clerk was at a gas station in blank, blank. 
last week, she and a cashier got into an argument over payment transactions. Cobb and the cashier, who was not named, started exchanging racial slurs. <laughs> That's when the sausage entered the picture. The argument continued till the defendant grabbed a sausage using the provided tongs. And when you think about it, you know, you see they're, they're on the rollers, right? Those are the ones you see on the rollers. Oh, yeah, the ones that have been there since 1986 or whatever. Right. And they're yeah. just as good as oh, sure. they would have been during the 90s. Threw both the sausage and the tongs at the victim. Sausage hit the cashier's right wrist, and the tongs struck the right leg. Cobb exited the store per the filing. In response, the cashier grabbed the sausage, followed Cobb outside, and chucked it back at her. Man, I'll tell you what, that's called that's called retaliation. Cobb then returned to the gas station store through a can of Coke that she had purchased with the already thrown sausage at the cashier. I'm getting flashbacks to my day. I'm getting flashbacks to my day slash night job. Yeah. I thought you were going to say flashbacks to your last date. <laughs> this is this is the shit that I have to deal with, you know, about 48 hours a week. Owner of the gas station witnessed the exchange, told Cobb she had to leave. Cobb said she wasn't trespassing, trespassing though, and remained in the store for another five minutes. Then the sheriff's deputy showed up. All right, where did that happen? Where did that happen? I think you're trying to lure me into the South, and I'm not going to go there. Uh, Indiana. Occam's Razor. Oh, it's Florida, really? Yeah. Ah, oh, Jesus. Now, would you? Since Florida is such a big, wide, gigantic, diverse state, now, this would be even at? better. Okay, that doesn't sound like uh, that. That that doesn't sound like South Florida to me. That is, I'm gonna eliminate. I'm gonna say that's the Jacksonville area. Not quite. Uh, no. Marion County, which is uh, Ocala, Gainesville. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Center. Center of the state. Yeah. Center dead center the there. Aren't you glad you asked? The I four corridor. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which was it a 7-Eleven or was it like a specific brand name uh convenience store? They got Wawa's down there too now by the way. Don't we all have Wawa's down well, there? Allegedly we're supposed you, to you have See a- what I did? You're, not, you're just going to not you're not I'm sorry. give me any credit for that one. I got to stop and smell the joke sometimes. No, we're supposed to get Wawa's here. We're supposed to get the the, the gentleman's agreement between Sheets and Wawa has apparently expired and they're going to Aren't we getting one of those uh Bucky Beaver things from Texas here? Yes, my mother sent me a text message like a month or two ago. Bucky's. It's Bucky's. Bucky's. And she goes Oh, how far away are you going to be from the Bucky's? Because she had seen like you know stories back home, and I went, I don't know. I'm like, I'm exit 142. It's going to be uh, 25 miles. I'll be like 25 Wait, well, miles from the Bucky's. All right, so, and I've I've never been in one of those, but I've been in bigger stops at um, yeah. large ones. What the fuck's the difference between this and all those others besides I, people in Texas are stupid and they think they reinvented the wheel with a giant uh, pit stop? What what do you have? What do they have there? What, what I, are you, I'm be, you just far, get blown if you fill up your tank? What the that's fuck part is? of it. Well, you can't. There's a couple of places around here you can do that. Um, no, it's. I mean, far be it for me to defend 
this, but I think you're going to have your, I think your shit's going to be blown out of the water when you go in this thing. It's acres and acres of, you know, there are just some things in life. No, no, I'm filling up my car. It's no. You got to go in and you got to get a new like Mexican blanket and some brisket and maybe a couple of donut holes. And I mean, it's, I think it's going to severely impact the health and the obesity rates in this area, which are already pretty bad. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's not going to be helpful. There are just certain things you look at them and they make you not super proud to be an American. This is American largesse on steroids times two and a half. Uh, I, I think you're going to be, you, you should, you should take a field trip. You and the wife should load up when they open up and go over there and just, just see the, the, sure. the bunch of yokels. I think it's and the area people don't know they're listening. The area that we're talking about is in Eastern Alamance County. Maybe, you know, the Chapel Hill area, it's going to be just West of there. When they opened up outlet, a big outlet mall there several, several, several years ago, they opened it up. I think Thanksgiving day or the day after people were parking on the interstate three and four miles away and walking well, through the fucking that, tanger that, outlets. That, that wouldn't, that's not exclusive to you. That, that might happen. Well, you're, right? I think you're going to see a, like, this is, you're gonna see, this is a gas station, Brit. It is a gas station. You're going to see, I'm telling you, you're going to see yokels backed up to Raleigh to go to see this thing. It's going to be bananas. I'm not, take, I'm not doubting that. It's going to be, I'm there's going to be shit that's crazy. Of the, the American people to fall for something that, <laughs> like I said, it's not new. But I'd, I'd like to see it, but I'm going to have to wait like a year after the damn thing opens because you won't be able to touch it. You won't be able to come. I don't know. Like right now, you can go see that real, that awesome sphere in Vegas. You know, oh, the, the thing Vegas. that they. Yeah. Like you can I go there. I'm not. I haven't been to Las Vegas since it opened, but I hate it already. I hate well, that. If you ever liked free parking on the strip, you'll definitely hate it because that's gone. That's done. That's no more this of that. This is what ruined it? Yeah, because this is what killed it. Showing. That's right. If you ever, because I think it was sliding away anyway, and now it's dead. Deader than shit. <laughs> so, yeah, Bucky's. Let's throw, let's throw our tongs at each other. Hmm. Um, All right. What do we got left here? We got uh, even your, uh, everybody has an opinion. Every, County. What? Everyone has an opinion on Israel, including your airline pilot. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Air Canada. Air Canada. Uh, they have, they had a pilot based out of Montreal named Mustafa Ezo, E-Z-Z-O. They took him out of service as of uh, Monday. He uh, poured out his heart onto social media, including the wearing of pro-Palestinian colors while he was in his pilot's uniform, as well as promoting a pro-Palestinian rally on Sunday in uh, the largest city in uh, Quebec. That would be Montreal, right? Along with the caption, fuck you, Israel, burn in hell. (laughs) At least he's not vague. At least you don't have to ask him, hey, exactly where do you stand on this? Social media post called Israel a terrorist state added Hitler's proud of you. A third post showed former pilot Ezo, although they're not acknowledging yet that they fired him because I'm sure the pilots union will gather their arms around him since he's being discriminated against. Grasping a sign showing an Israeli flag being thrown into the trash with a caption, keep the world clean. 
All his social media accounts are now gone. The airline yesterday, Air Canada, called the post unacceptable. Well, who set them up as the judge and jury? Right. What happened to free but speech? Then, hang on. Then they added, and you know what? We, we need to keep track or chronicle somehow the wonderful world of the mealy-mouthed nothing response. Here's an example of it, because this is what Air Canada said after they said that the pilot's posts were unacceptable. We firmly denounce violence in all forms. Okay, great. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that firm stand. Profiles and Courage Award for 2023 goes to... Air Canada, in their statement, further said that ESO... Being taken out of service means he, quote, has been removed from flying, although it appears he hasn't been fired because that's right. The union representing Air Canada's pilots issued a response, noting it was incredibly saddened by the tragedies in the Middle East. You like that one? How's that one? I'm saddened. <laughs> They're saddened. I'm we condemn all violence and hatred and any promotion thereof. Uh -huh. Would you also send thoughts and prayers? Are you sending thoughts and prayers to the area as well? Yeah, it goes without saying. They they ended their statement, the union did, by it's our firm expectation that all of our members abide by this principle in our professional code of ethics. Well, hey, it sounds to me like that's right. The union is not saying that uh, Mr. Izzo was being treated unfairly. Remember when Neil Bort said the greatest threat to America was yes. teachers' unions, teachers not Al-Qaeda? No. Not nuclear war, not 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 stupid, change. not stupid, Nothing. bald white men running their mouths to millions of people on the radio and getting paid obscene amounts of money for it. Yeah, it's not that. teachers unions. God. Um, I, I have, that, don't you? <laughs> I've I've kept my mouth uh, shut about this. I mean, I'm I'm horrified at what's happened. Obviously, when they start when we start talking about cutting babies' heads off, and I did say babies, plural, uh, then, you know, we've entered another level of horror that maybe even the Nazis didn't even imagine. Um, I have a young lady that I know and have worked with for a while, uh, and she had a, a post on Instagram that was very disappointing. Uh, it showed the continental U.S. with uh, the stars and stripes, and then it started showed the star of David encroaching over more and more of the territory in the continental U.S. And it was like, how would you feel if this happened? As if to say, that's how the Palestinians feel because you know Israeli put the Israelis push them out. Um, I don't know how I would feel. I know I wouldn't. A, a proper response to that would probably not be cutting off some babies' heads, and I don't think that would accomplish anything. So I'm I'm bitterly disappointed about some of the reactions that I'm getting. Yeah, it's. It, it, it's not out of bounds or it's not unfair to go back in history and look at what has uh, gone on back and forth, the cycle of violence, the tit for tat, the whole thing mm -hmm. between uh, Israel and its neighbors. It's not unfair to, to, to bring that up and then mention the fact that yes innocent civilians have been killed on both sides but i think you can be comfortable i know i'm comfortable in in saying that 
It has never, ever been the policy of Israel or the United States. Uh, except maybe the Milai massacre. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll give you that. <laughs> There's always an exception, Cy Hirsch. All right. Um, to approach the level of terrorism in the name of your cause when you relate it to what we've uh, seen in the last few days and apparently is, is continuing in, in Israel. And... Once you acknowledge that, and then you get right here into real time, and then you ask, well, what if you were the prime minister of Israel right now? What would you do? Because if you believe everyone who's fully into both sidesism, and the Palestinians have suffered just as badly, and, and they, are, they have had the boot of Israel up their ass all these years, and then you you completely drop the concept of you know, Palestinians and Arabs have never missed a chance to uh, miss a chance to put this thing to bed. And if you put aside the fact that Benjamin Netanyahu has been determined to never have a two-state solution, right? Fair enough, right? Fair enough. But the game got changed over the weekend. Yeah. So being a country that suffered 9-11 and Pearl Harbor you know, 75 years ago, we know what the initial reaction is going to be. Uh, in the case of Pearl Harbor, there was no choice. In the case of 9-11, politically, it didn't seem that there was a choice. And the thought that Americans would rally around the Israeli flag. Think what I just said there. Mm -hmm. Chances of that? Nah. Nope. Not going not gonna to happen. M most of us have. Most of us see this for what it is, an intentional provocation designed to get Israel to kill civilians inside Gaza. That's what they want. They want their own people. This is what Hamas does. Right. And it is it is absolutely fair and accurate, I believe, to say that widespread support inside the Gaza Strip by the people who live there for Hamas is uh, not that great. They're not uh, that thrilled with – I do they get the trash picked up that well there? Are they a good governing body? Hamas? Of course not. It's a, wasn't always, I mean, wasn't that always the thing about Arafat? Arafat was living in luxury, and those people were, you know, eating dirt sandwiches right. for all those years. Right. But you, you cannot, with any honesty, talk about what is being revealed to have happened the last few days and then go, but blah, 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 blah. as soon as you do that, yeah, it's a problem. I think you're, I think you're losing the argument, and you're you're moving into uh, territory that if you keep expanding that, then you're being anti-Semitic. You are being remember because what what was the goal of what happened over the last few days by the people who crossed over into it was to kill Jews. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. That's it, yeah. You just kill Jews. And if, if they're Israeli, fine. If they're American, fine. That's if right. they're French, 
fine. If they're British, fine. Um, and it's not. Nobody, nobody's going, you know, this has really made me really reconsider the Palestinian plight. This really has made me. It's a very thoughtful approach. Ed, and I'm glad that these guys put this on the front burner because I was really letting it. It's. I, I always, I mean, I, I support Israel. I haven't always agreed with everything that the Israeli government has done. Hell, I haven't always agreed with everything nope. the American government has You're done. You're not supposed to. You're not. And, you but know, I, you know, I. Not I, part I of the, that's not part of the prerequisite here. I, I, I certainly stand with Israel. I, I, I mean, I also think it's tragic that those Palestinians are, are getting killed too, but this is, that's what happens in war, unfortunately, that civilians die. We try to mitigate that as much as possible, but nothing changes that. There's no, there's nothing that can change a civilian dying in a war. Oh, it is incredibly you, tragic. You missed it. The, the Hamas dropped all those leaflets right. and put out broadcasts several days telling people in Israel to, to get out of the way because they were going to. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They don't do that. Do they? Terrorists don't do that. Did you see the uh, now I have to be very careful of not getting roped in by fake stories. And I've done a modicum of research. Uh, I want to talk about fake stories because. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a big part of this. Go ahead, give me one. Well, the the mediaite thing about the Black Lives Matter chapters uh, who have celebrated this and support. I think it it's really only one chapter in Chicago. Yeah, but if it turns out to be, it's more than one uh, BLM chapter that's celebrating this or stand. I stand with Palestine or whatever. You know, I've I've spent uh, a few years now defending what BLM does. I think that they've been very, very good. But if you think in any way that the logical out, outpouring and offshoot of George Floyd being murdered in Minneapolis was that you're supporting an organization that cuts babies' heads off, and fuck you, then I'm I'm done with Black Lives Matter. Now, again, it may just be that one chapter. Yep. Uh, in fact, the story, the story isn't even at the top of their page. It's not even, where is it? I don't even see it. Here. It's a, they've moved it down with all the Steve Scalise and various stuff, but it was, I, I, I just think that's exceptionally disappointing. If you as an organization, I, 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 did that. well, I, it's not a question of, is that fake news? It's the problem with, uh, sites like Mediaite. Yeah. Because they can headline it to make it appear as if it's more than it is. And, I just, I, you know, the fake news is, you know, no, this is the problem. Well, it, it also problem. is exceptionally irresponsible of you. If you're in, if you're a part of a, a movement that is a legitimate movement like this, and you know that people are going to be waiting in the weeds for you and you decide that that's what you want to do, that you want to post I think it was a social media thing is either on Instagram or X or whatever. And it's a paratrooper and he's got a little Palestinian flag and it says we support Palestine or something like that. You have to be better than that. You have to be smarter than that because that's bullshit. All right. I, I found a, a version of it on you ready the New York post. So yeah. a black lives matter chapter in Chicago in Chicago is under fire for seeming to celebrate the attacks with a disgusting and disgraceful social media post on Tuesday image of a person paragliding with a Palestinian flag attached to its parachute with an I stand with Palestine written beneath 
That is all. That is it. Well, the all other right. chapters, the other the other chapters of the national chapter should call those people out too. Right, but see, the, so but to turn that into well, I'm done with Black Lives Matter. They're obviously on the side. I, I think that's that's problematic. I think is, that's a big stretch, and I, I it's just and Black Lives Matter is not what you call an, an organized. I've big, I've always said this because people have all these rumors that they, they there's a rumor, and I've heard cops repeat this that the Black Lives Matter founder, the female, uh, bought a house in Atlanta worth three and a half million dollars or some bullshit like that. Some rumor that goes around. I'm like. I don't know what you think that she did in terms of like this and not have Antifa. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know what you people think that you heard about, but when I see, for example, black lives matter t-shirts that are out at the flea market or something, I can assure you this lady in Atlanta, who you think is living high on the hog is receiving no funds from that. <laughs> these things. It's, <laughs> they just licensed it. But I'll, t- I'll tell you how I, I just, uh, uh, Googled BLM yeah. and Israel. So, you can always tell a story and its currency, certainly in the initial phases, by which news organizations go big with it. New York Post, Fox News, Daily Mail. News I get it. Week. I get it. But also the other Black Lives Matters chapters would be able to call that chapter out and say, don't yep. do that. You fucked up. I know. But but then you're into the how come they're not denouncing the blah, blah, blah. And, and the. the Things are moving fast. Okay. I, again, and I then, get so it. The but New York it, Post will do a story already. How come the rest of how comes Abraham blah, 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 in L.A. has it? It's bullshit. Well, if you it, it's an egregious error by that chapter. I hope it doesn't tarnish the entire movement. But yes, I saw that, you know, Amari Stoudemire, the former NBA star, called them out and, and said that, that, you know, and that's great. But I think there should be a lot more people calling them out on that stuff. Um, yeah, because you do tarnish the entire you do tarnish tarnish the entire movement. You have a responsibility. That's what happens like, uh, in Europe. There, they are up. They are up Mark Zuckerberg's ass. I saw that on fake news. Yeah. All right. And uh, these are the uh, regulators of social media in Europe. And remember, when it's Europe, it's Europe. It's not just one country european union kind of stuff uh they sent a letter to zuckerberg today urging him to be vigilant about removing disinformation yeah on on the platforms so they obviously are seeing something so get in there and join with elon musk there you go who got a letter on tuesday the day before we are speaking which included a warning for musk Indications that groups are spreading misinformation and violent and terrorist content about the conflict on the platform. And they want Zuckerberg to step up and say, here's what we're doing. Here's what we are doing. And what's the difference uh, between those two gentlemen, between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk? Mark Zuckerberg gives a shit. Number one. Mark Zuckerberg, Jew. (laughs) <laughs> well, there's always that. Uh, <laughs> Mark, I think Mark Zuckerberg cares. Elon Musk is looking for more and more disinformation and misinformation on his social media site. Period. Oh, stop. So, so that the, the value of uh, of X can keep going down. Is that the goal? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. He does, it, it, I know he's the, the greatest <laughs> the greatest businessman in the history of business, but you know, no. He, that, that's you know, he, even if you knew nothing about anything, you you might think that it's a bad idea to be putting out 
mis and disinformation and anti-Semitic tropes on your social media site because advertisers and they're they're crazy about this. I don't understand why they they think this way. They don't want their ads to be next to that drivel. What? I don't get it. I don't get it. How you don't get it. Why would why would Coke Zero not want to be next to something that says uh, the Israelis are the real Nazis? I mean, what? Wait. Why would they not? Well, Britt, we know what this is like. We had advertisers at WBT who didn't want their commercials next to our drivel, <laughs> and rightfully so. And Man. we respect them because they were allergic to ratings, apparently. Yeah. Um. This yeah. is the most naive, stupid thing I'm ever going to say. Yeah. Don't get your information at all about this war from anything on Facebook, Dude. on social media in general. Just don't get it. Do, do not get I'm it. I'm sorry, don't but that, that battle has been lost for years. I understand that. That's I, why that, I, I said it's, it's, it's stupid and naive and people are stupid and but honest to God, but you're, I guess are, the horse left that barn. You're right. I'm sorry. I take you, it back. You get, you do get to see people for what they really are though. In these situations, if anybody was predestined or they were kind of, uh, going to be a little anti-Semitic, this gives them the opportunity to step well into that arena. <laughs> they're, 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 they're all in. It's not, it's not the hokey pokey where you put your right foot in and take your right foot out. They're, they're throwing their whole bodies into it. Right. Ready for Orange Jesus? Yeah, let's talk about Orange Jesus. A lot different than Orange Julius, which I understand is uh, owned by Dairy Queen these days. They still exist? They're, they're in places. I think you, you can actually get them in at your local DQ, Brad. God. All right. Uh, this is... Uh, piece from mark fisher in the washington post talking about the whole orange jesus phenomenon and he he's been saying this for for a long time and we laugh at it when he was in michigan a couple weeks ago uh telling the uh people who were not members of the union (laughs) that's on strike in fact they were fake members of the uh, auto workers union holding up fake signs, but we'll put that aside for a second. Now I put everything on the line to fight for you. I've risked it all to defend the working class from the corrupt political class. I never heard of the word indictment. Now I get indicted like every three days. Shouldn't it just stop? What do you mean? I've never heard of the word indictment. I've never heard of the word football. I've never heard of the word pizza. I've never heard of the word car, woman, dog, tree, tree, camera. (laughs) Claiming he has been harassed, investigated, defamed, slandered, and persecuted like no elected leader in American history. See where he's going. He now routinely appeals to supporters to view him as the single figure. Guess who that would be? Who will weather attacks on their behalf, standing up for those who've been left behind by the country's wealthy and powerful forces. Well, I guess he's not wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. now, he really has no power, so okay. And, of course, he continues to insist that the trials and the con- 
The convictions and the indictments, words that he's never heard of before, make him stronger. And of course, this goes back. And if you know anything about Trump, you know about those early real estate feuds he had alongside his crooked, creepy, disgusting father and the most disgraceful lawyer of the 20th century in the United States, Roy Cohn, when they were discriminating against black people renting apartments in their properties in New York. And so what did he do? They turned around and sued the federal government for coming after them. Oh, and by the way, keep in mind, Roy Cohn, that lawyer back then, he did plead guilty to campaign finance charges and lying to Congress. So he went to he went to prison. I've never even heard of prison. Yeah. So now the uh, the fake mugshot. Remember the fake mugshot long before he had the real mugshot and they yeah. were selling that as a T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Although Trump has recently stepped up his portrayal of himself as a martyr, the instinct to tout his suffering on behalf of the forgotten men and women has been the mainstay of his rhetorical repertoire since well, when he ran the the first time. Hey, how is, how's your wife's truth social experiment going? Uh, we didn't talk about it yesterday. We had other things. <laughs> I didn't know if she'd after after 24 hours or so if she decided ah fuck it I'm tapping out I I've seen enough MAGA porn I I can just go ahead and turn this off right that great historian from Yale Timothy Snyder the guy with the gray hair he's he's brilliant he's called Trump the martyr in chief the high priest of the big lie it's pretty good um. And I guess it works for a lot of people. They really believe that things that Donald Trump is being charged with in the United States of America, where you are innocent until proven guilty, he's not only innocent of the charges. The charges, to them, they don't really exist, right? They mean nothing. They mean nothing. You get pulled over for a for a speeding ticket, and you say to the officer, "This is like that whole sovereign citizen thing, right?" I do not acknowledge your right to enforce the traffic laws against me. <laughs> yeah. I do not acknowledge right. it. I'm in charge of my own driving that rules be, and regulations. That, Go away, be, sir. That'd be cute in marriage if you just. Uh declared yourself a sovereign citizen i do not consider myself under the auspices of a contract and i can sleep with whomever i want so you cannot <laughs> you cannot bind me to this contract that i allegedly signed ma'am oh now we're back to newt gingrich and steve garvey <laughs> you didn't did you mention and did i miss it that he's invoking the name of the great tommy lasorda and his stupid ass run for senate no, but I, of course. God Almighty! And on, I mean, I, 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 I don't really dislike the doc. Tommy Lasorda is a fucking saint, and him rolled that guy's get out of my face with that shit. You do know that the Tommy Lasorda met a a horrible death. Frank Sinatra had some goons beat him up 
I don't think that's out, true. Out behind the Sahara Hotel in Las no, Vegas no, one night, they I don't, found I don't, his bloody I don't, body. No, I it was don't. horrible because Lasorda had insulted Sinatra. Don't you know that story? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's how. I don't think that's how that. Marlon Brando. No, I don't think that's at all what happened. All right, back when Trump contracted COVID, he said he felt compelled to fight the illness publicly. I had to confront the virus so the American people stopped being afraid of it. Oh, Shut yeah. Up. That's Shut why up. you did that. Shut up. He goes to Walter Reed. They throw the kitchen sink at that fat ass, and he barely made it. By the way, they kind of they kind of skate through that a little bit in the Cassidy Hutchinson book. That's why it's nice to have two or three of these to compare, like the Maggie Haberman book, when they to get some of the details about all of the because the doctors were scared shitless. The doctors at Walter had, Reed were scared shitless. Didn't he have access? He was one of the few people that had access to the that original that original drug that was helpful. That's right. I can't even remember the name of it. That's exactly right. And they kept like, oh, this isn't work. Fuck, we got to do this. And they were just at the switchboard trying to get anything they could into him. And they got a little bit lucky. But I mean, obviously, expertise in medical science kind of works, strangely enough. Yeah. And of course, the reason he did that was so that he could show the American people there's nothing to be afraid of. To this day, yeah, this is true. And you know the story about the uh, White House gift shop? It's not really run by the White House. It has nothing to do with the government. It's, it's some guy who has a, a, a private franchise license to, to run this. And uh, if you go to whitehousegiftshop.com, You'll see, it really looks official, but still up there <clears throat> is the coin in President Trump's Historic Moments series. This is coin number 24, <laughs> and on the coin it says, President Trump defeats COVID in his first term as president. It's number 24 coin in series. It is still there, and it is still $100. In other words, Trump used it as a fundraiser. Jesus. Other coins in the Donald Trump series include the Korea peace talks and summit coins, the President Donald J. Trump and the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem coin, the U.S. Space Force coin, the Christmas greetings from the White House coin. I think on the back of that one, that one says, yeah, and you Jews who don't celebrate Christmas, fuck you. <laughs> After all I've done for you Jews, why aren't you more grateful? Oh, this is a good one. I wonder what's on the back of this one. The President Donald J. Trump in France coin. This is where on the back it says, if you think I'm going to be seen in the company of losers and suckers and those amputees, <laughs> fuck you. I believe that's on the back of that one. <laughs> Very similar to the 100th anniversary of the end of World War I armistice coin. And that's just a, a few of them. But they're still selling this dreck. And I'm sure people are still still buying it. I'm certainly glad I brought it to your attention because you will buy it. I know you will. Whatever happened to the Franklin Mint? Can't we get this shit through the flank this bullshit through the Franklin Mint? Yeah. Oh, what about all those plates? Oh. Remember they were selling plates too. Oh. Disgusting. WWGSD, what would George Santos do? Oh boy. You know, it's like Trump. When you think you've 
heard rock bottom or that he's done something new or he's been caught doing something that you could never have fathomed, you go, well, it's just impossible to think of the next outrage. And this was pretty outrageous, although even for George Santos. Uh, they threw new federal charges at him on Tuesday. That's uh, yesterday, as we speak. This is a superseding indictment. So this is what, like another layer on your, on your cake? Is that how that works? I think that's right. And uh, this indictment includes conspiracy, wire fraud, aggravated identity theft, and credit card fraud. Right after his former campaign treasurer, who I'm sure had the same accounting skills as uh, Alan Weisselberg. Jesus. You love the fact that guy was never a real accountant. That's so perfect. That's so perfect. It it does make a lot of sense, really. Yeah, it's like uh, my my wife's father, late father, Ed, who's the smartest guy ever that I've that I've known, and he really pushed his uh, younger daughter Jane, who I later married, mm-hmm. to go to medical school. He thought mm-hmm. it was fantastic. But the funny thing is that, and she's told me this five different ways, he was practicing medicine without a license his whole life. Okay. <laughs> what was it? Were they going, to, going up to him for which doctor? He really wasn't. He really wasn't. But he knew a lot of stuff. Oh, that's super. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's different than actually pretending you're an accountant and running numbers and doing spreadsheets and filling out tax forms for someone and then their son for 50 years that's different right? <laughs> all right here you go and, and this one this one astounds me and, and here's why when you give money uh to a campaign or to a charity that's legitimate you assume that when you give that credit card number it's secure in fact usually that little thing comes up on your screen yeah, let you know it's a it's a secure process. Right. I've never had any problem with anything like that. It appears that George Santos was digging in to all of the information that was coming in about people who were donating to him. Why anyone ever donated to him, I don't know. But I guess we'll go back to when everyone didn't know everything about him anyway so he's grabbing their personal information and of course their credit card numbers and he's running up charges on contributors credit cards the donors did not know or authorize charges that were being put on there and and he's so stupid that he would run up gigantic charges on your credit card i know i'm guilty of this most people are sometimes there'll be an errant charge it won't be that much and you'll miss it you you just will but if uh and i think i have twenty thousand limit on my some like if someone ran up twenty thousand dollars on my i would notice that why did you think you could do that and get away with it santos he denies the charges and said he's entitled to due process and would fight the indictments until the bitter end. He's stealing the... First of all, how does he even have access to that? I guess 
when you're a criminal and you're a criminal enterprise, that would be the way it would work, right? I guess. He's like, it's like a two-man operation, right? They're just sitting there waiting for stuff to come in, and then they look at it. Oh, God. Uh, George and his partner lied about a loan. They said Santos had provided to his camp. Remember that whole thing about, I've loaned my campaign a half million dollars, which, of course, he didn't have. Prosecutors say George Santos had less than $8,000 in his business accounts at the time. But I guess if he was uh, running up credit card debt, maybe that did equal 500000 You can't make this up, and I'm not making it up. And he's a member of Congress, Britt. He's a member of Congress. And nobody talks about him anymore. He's 400 news cycles ago. Because think of what the Republicans have done since then. Think of where they've been, what they're doing. My God. <laughs> a lot. WWGSD.